Hello, and welcome to a special episode of This is the Greatest Song I've Ever Heard in My Entire Life. I'm Scott Interante. I'm here with my co-producer, Catherine Moore. Catherine, what's up? Hey, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. To all the fathers. If you're listening to this and you're a father, yeah, happy Father's Day. If you're listening to it a couple days later, still happy Father's Day, you know? The dads don't get enough praise <laughs> happy father figures day if that's more applicable father or figures, sure happy um sunday before juneteenth if that's the other <laughs> applicable yeah. holiday for you yeah i mean uh we wanted to do this little special episode where we talk to our dads about the greatest songs they've ever heard in their entire life uh, as a fun little bonus episode. Yeah, I think our ethos and like philosophy of the pod is that there is such thing as dad music, sometimes more than like mom music. <laughs> so for yeah. whatever reason, this feels more natural to do than a Mother's Day episode. But who knows? Maybe next year we'll have maybe to talk to future, our moms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk to my dad, your dad, and um, Izzy's dad, Izzy, who helps with some of the mixing. I think all of them in their own ways are very dad picks. Very so. dad picks. And very, very different picks. Yeah. I'm excited to to hear them all. Yeah. So let's kick it off with my dad, Steve in Toronto. He's a sax player. He taught me how to play music along with my grandpa. So uh, let's check out what he has to say. Cool. So I'm here for Father's Day with my father, my dad, uh, musician, healer, dad, Stephen Interante. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you, pal. Happy to be here. You know, you're a musician. You're part of uh, this large family of musicians we've got. I'm a musician partly because of you. So I'm very curious what you have to pick for... What is the greatest song you've ever heard in your entire life? Wow, it's such a huge question, Scott. Yeah. Being musicians, we've been exposed to thousands and thousands of songs. So I've been thinking about this ever since you brought it up. And, um, you know, I could go at it from a technical standpoint. What's the most intricate song and technically advanced, blow you away type of thing? Some of the cool rock fusion things that we've listened to could go with uh, classical things and pop things. And I kind of narrowed it down to a few. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to go backwards. Is that possible? Okay. Can I do three? No, that's perfect. That's perfect. Three, we'll two, do a one. countdown. Third on my list, which is a big head front rider because it's been a really interesting song and I love it to bits, is um, Hotel California by the Eagles. Okay. Okay. Vocally amazing. Musically, the intertwining, the guitar solos. Just fantastic. The meaning of the song, um, it's so popular. People really love it. As soon as the first note hits, you know it. Before you get to number two, I just want to jump in because I, it's funny. We do some of these other social media posts, you know, where I just, uh, I interview people where I just talk to random people and I talked to my friend Markets and he picked that song and uh, <laughs> we added back and forth because I actually hate that song. I, I, I think it's so annoying. Oh, and I usually try to like not shit on people's picks, but that one I just I can't I can't do it. Okay. But everyone else, my my co-producer Catherine and and Izzy who helps me out, and they all think I'm the wrong one. So now again, here I am being wrong. I'm well, being told I love that you. It's one of the greatest song. I I adore you. I think you're fantastic, but I have to side with your friends there. <laughs> um, Hotel California is truly an amazing song. <laughs> it reached billions of people of course yeah okay uh number two this was kind of difficult because 
you know, I'm a sax player and I'm, and I love horn tunes and I love lots of things. Earth, Wind & Fire, September was one of my, going to be possibly one of my picks. Second greatest song that I think, in my opinion, is uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Monstrous from beginning yeah. to end. The way they produced it and after watching the movie, how they actually became very um, innovative and in how they recorded certain sounds that they needed because they didn't have digital yeah. effects back then. It was just fantastic the sound that four guys could get and the impact that that song had on billions of people yeah that one i'll agree with that's that's a good one okay my favorite uh, you may have probably predicted this is dark side of the moon thank floyd No, see, okay, well, we'll talk about it, and then I'll tell it, you what I said. Um, encompasses everything. It's so deep. Um, it's so intricate. It's so uh, original. It's so moving. It's got everything. and made such a huge impact, too. And I would put that as the greatest song. Wow. And we're talking about, it's actually, I think it's called Eclipse, right? The last track. It's sort mm -hmm. of, it sounds like that's where they sing the Dark Settlement, but I think that's what you're talking right. about. And that's one that I have memories of you telling me like you played it when I was like a baby baby. I have yeah. a memory of that, but it feels very familiar in my bones. Very good, because <laughs> I've heard it a few dozen times at least. <laughs> I thought you were going to pick Egocentric Molecules by Jean-Luc Pati. Right. Mm -hmm. That would have been my guess. Okay. That's one of my best two, and that would be in the category of technically proficient. Yeah. Greatest musicians uh but um yeah i think dark side of the bohemian rhapsody and and the eagles tune just have more um substance to them right above and right. beyond just technical yeah yeah no it's interesting because i feel like i i don't know that i've ever heard you listen to bohemian rhapsody or hotel california you know i feel mm -hmm. like i you know there's all this other stuff i don't know about you a little little do you know yes Wow. There were lots of lots of things before you were born. When I was um, in my twenties, and I was just finishing college down in North Texas, and a friend of mine, we drove from Dallas all the way to Breckenridge, Colorado, to hang out with our Aunt Kathleen and Uncle Jimmy to go skiing. And I was with my friend Walt Brewer, and we were in his Volkswagen minivan, like the old ones, like the banana ones yeah. with the steering wheel, like this. And we were driving through the southern part of Colorado, heading north towards Denver. And you could see the Rocky Mountains on the left-hand side. And uh, Hotel California, amongst um, the song right before Egocentric Molecules, whatever that is, you probably know better than me. Yeah. Uh, we would just loop them, you know, the two songs. And just to get into that vibe, it was kind of cool. Wow. Well, going back to the Pink Floyd, do you remember hearing that for the first time where were you you must have been oh, you must have been in, in high school right yeah. or in college yeah. yeah yeah i went to college in 77 um that album pr probably came out a little earlier than that yeah. i'm sure you know at that time you know going to music college we were throwing it to all things everything from charlie parker john coltrane to tangerine dream and pink floyd and all kinds of different genres we we listen to everything yeah we would sit and listen scott you know back those days people smoked a lot of pots that's what you do so right. um we would listen to the entire echoes album oh yeah beginning to end 
you know, and so um, Pink Floyd was a big influence back then and it continues to be them. Nice. Well, uh, thanks so much for talking to me about this. Yeah, I'm happy you're doing this. I hope it's um, turned out to be some interesting answers for you. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, happy Father's Day. Oh, I thank you. Yeah. Thank you for helping me do that. So that, I think, you know, I, I love my dad. I think it was a, such a dad pick for him to say Dark Side of the Moon, which is an album, not a song, which is a, just a very dad thing, I think. Sometimes you just can't pick one. And we know this all too well as somebody who has to get our guests to pick just one. Like, we can't sometimes put those same parameters on our fathers. So I get that. Yeah. You know, if people follow us on social media, this Eagles thing has become like an inside joke with us where I I hate <laughs> Hotel California and you and Izzy and seemingly everyone else in the world tells me I'm wrong. So it was funny that he picked that as well. As a That's actually up. my, it's funny. My, my parents are 10 years apart. That's actually my mom's favorite um, band is Eagles. Wow. And so she's the one who grew up playing Hotel California and teaching me the value of a good guitar solo. So... <laughs> Yeah. Well, um, I love the conversation you had with your dad, who is uh, he's a choir teacher, right? He, Yeah, he conducts choirs. He used to be a choral teacher at the high school level, and his parents, my grandparents, were like legends at the local schools teaching orchestra, choir, band, so lots of music history. And similar to your dad picking an album, my dad wanted to pick an entire piece of music at uh, the St. Matthew Passion by Bach, right. but he ended up picking one movement of a different piece, classical music. So yeah, we'll hear what he has to say. This is my father, David Moore. What is the song or the piece that makes you scream? This is the greatest song I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> no pressure, but that's the ask. <laughs> well, how do I narrow it down to one? That's <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the difficulty. That yeah. is absolutely the difficulty. Again, we were kind of talking about this a little bit before. Gave me a little head start in thinking about that. And there were two pieces. As a freshman in college, I had the opportunity to sing with a mostly an upper uh, a graduate ensemble, small ensemble called the Tudor Singers. And um, part of that group was able to sing just an incredible piece of music called the St. Matthew Passion by Johann Sebastian Bach. And it has lived with me ever since then. This was as a freshman, put on this huge, huge uh, performance. The piece itself lasts about two and a half, three hours or so, and just a mind-blowing experience for me. But the, uh, the piece that I'd like to talk about is the, is the one that uh, I was able to be a part of the choir for. It was a premiere of a piece called Iwalate Deo, which was a paraphrase of uh, Psalm 100 from the Bible. The exciting thing about it, it was that uh, each of the seven movements were written in different languages. And so the seven movements presented a challenge. The composer Dan Forrest is it's just a, a terrifically talented musical genius, I think, a young, fairly young guy, and learning all of these different languages. Of course, the original Uwalate Deo was Latin, but we also sang in Zulu, and we sang in Arabic, Mandarin, Hebrew, Spanish, and of course English. And and so we had to learn how to pronounce all of these different languages. Uh, in a short amount of time. Very short, a very short amount of yeah, time. Yeah, because it was like a festival that you attended, and exactly. then it was part of it was also like, was 
preparing for this premiere, essentially, and right. learning the music and right. learning the pronunciation. Right, right. Yeah, it's very exciting. And, and the composer, Dan Forrest, was right there helping us and, and helping accompany us on the piano for a while. And of course, then the orchestra came into play. And th there must have been at least 150, 200 singers there. And it was just a very, very exciting thing, something, a piece that I'll always remember and my experience, I'll always remember that. And they recorded it, and we just looked it up, and it's on Spotify. So mm -hmm. you're part of the group that yes. is on the Spotify recording, which right. is kind of cool. Right. So, right. so I think you picked a specific movement that we can potentially talk about, right? Sure. And that's the fourth movement, the mm -hmm. one that's sung in Zulu. Yep. Nigokujabula. Nigokujabula. <laughs> It's such an interesting piece that is very exciting. The energy is really high with mm -hmm. it. I don't remember if the energy is that high in the other movements. I think it kind of varies. There are some, yes. And there are some very quiet, very sedate uh, movements. Yeah, well. but this one is one that like, you can just feel the energy even if you don't know Zulu and know exactly what they're saying. Right. But what is what does it translate to again? This uh, fourth movement, um, shout with triumph to the Lord all the earth serve the lord with joy come before his presence with singing know that the lord is god this is the first in psalm 100 verses 1 1 to 3 mm. in zulu mm -hmm. yep yep just this is maybe more of a philosophical question but as long as i've known you like you'll listen to like more pop music contemporary music i mean this was especially true of like christmas music i i know we like got into like Mannheim Steamroller, yep. Detroit No Chaser. Well, mom likes right. them, but you'll listen right. to them. Oh, but, yeah, of course. But yeah, like just you, I think there's a lot of contemporary stuff you'll listen to, but if you get to pick, you go for the religious music or mm -hmm. some would call it more classical type music right. of religious texts and orchestra and choir and everything like that. So mm -hmm. do you have a sense of what about that sort of music kind of draws you to that and makes you want to listen to it? Is it because you've conducted choirs for so many years and want to always know what's on the up-and-coming? Like, what, what is it about that type of music that draws you to it? Well, it seems to me that so much of the sacred music that... The sacred music, choral, that's a good word for choral, it, sir. Yeah. The sacred choral music is, well, it's certainly been my background. I've been raised, uh, you know, in, in the Lutheran Church, all of my experiences in college, and most of my more, most significant experiences in college has been with with the, the sacred choral literature. Not 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 always, but uh, certainly you know the great uh, composers of all times, whether it be Brahms or Beethoven or Bach, you know, or Mahler or you know any list any of them. Uh, Mozart wrote in the sacred genre, mm -hmm. you know, and um, and the, the great works I feel you know are, are those that use the uh, sacred text as their as their text. Mm -hmm. so, Anything else about the piece that we should talk about? We didn't we didn't get too much into it, but we definitely talked plenty about. Well, there's the interesting thing again is that each of the seven movements is uh, almost completely different. Although I do have to say the first and last movement uh, are both in Latin, and the last movement actually is kind of interesting because it takes uh, little bits and pieces of the previous six movements and incorporates them into the last movement. You know, a little bit of this movement, a little bit of that movement, and just and and so it's very. Uh, 
very interesting in that respect and very wonderful to hear a kind of like a reprise of, yeah. of the, the best parts of the previous uh, six movements. Yeah. It ends very with a very, very exciting, uh, exciting finish. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's a very well crafted piece. That's great. Well, thank you for your time today. And thanks sure. for thanks for chatting about your favorite song and so many other things. And yeah, happy sure. Father's Day. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. To my favorite daughter. <laughs> His only daughter. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I love how in the interview with my dad, he talked about smoking pot in college. And in the interview with your dad, he talked about singing Bach in college. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, we have a lot of different variety in our in our dads and in everything that they're about. So I really like that. I think that's funny. Yeah. Uh, and now we're going to hear from Izzy and his dad, Louie, who is also a musician. So it's kind of interesting that all three of our dads play music. So let's check it out. This is my dad, Louie Isabella, and he is my father. And I wanted to bring him on to find out from him. What song to you, when you hear it, makes you say, this is the greatest song I've ever heard in my life? The song that I'm going to pick and tell you about is probably the one that brings up the most memories, probably of myself, including you. Really? Yeah. Without giving up my age, it was 1974. Oh, really? That was the first time you heard it? Yep. That's the year the album was released, and I was in college then. Well, before I tell you the song... I'm going to tell you the album because the album is what brought me to the song. And the album was On the Border by the Eagles, released in 1974. And there was a numerous songs on there that caught my attention. Just, just the instrumental and the vocals just dragged me into that album. Yeah. Uncle Eddie's all-time favorite song was 55. Just so people know, hold that thought. Uncle Eddie is the drummer of the Looney Tunes, the the cover band that the you garage band, yeah, 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 yeah. And Uncle Eddie is obviously to me like a, my dad's brother. You uh, rest in peace, Uncle Eddie. But sorry, continue. Just so people people should know who who Uncle Eddie is. That was one of his favorite songs. Yeah. And whenever we would play that song, his eyes would light up. Yeah. I don't know what it was about that song. And when he played drums for that song, he just went nuts. So when you started coming and listening to us and became interested in drums and interested in music, it kind of makes, when I hear that song, it makes me think of him and you. Oh, yeah. That was an important song to him. And when I hear that song, I also think of you. For me, like my introduction to music came from like obviously going to see you guys play at your band practice i just saw uncle eddie play and it looked like so much fun and then i saw uh max weinberg on conan yeah and i just remember you and i would always remark at how he's a fabulous drummer he's a really good drummer and he looked like he was having a ball doing exactly. it yeah there's a big cymbal crash someplace in that song and he used to wait for that cymbal crash, and he used to just crash. <laughs> he, he would hit that cymbal. He would hit that cymbal with so much authority. It's one of the 
the thing didn't fall I'll, over. I'll glad when you guys would play it. Yeah, when we would play it. Oh my God, that is so funny. We would all just crack up and he had the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> didn't, didn't care if it was on time or not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. I like that pick that. That's a beautiful song. I mean, like Don Henley's voice is, it's so smooth. I mean, that man is such a good singer. I mean, I, I just, I, I love the sound of his voice, just the timbre. I love the sound of it. Yeah. And it, they were, they were an amazing set of musicians. They all, they all were unique in their own way. Yeah, exactly. Well, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. What would you have thought that I would pick? I mean, I I definitely thought it was an Eagles song. Okay. Yeah, I definitely thought it was an Eagles song because I know if I had, I've kind of bugged you in the past where I was like, "What's your favorite band?" You're like, "I I don't have a favorite band." Like, no, what is your favorite band? You're like, "Okay, fine. If I had to pick, it's the Eagles." That's yeah. You love Yes. You love Led Zeppelin. I was raised on Led Zeppelin. Well, lots of bands and to appreciate, uh, so it's hard to pick this one. If you had to pick, like, okay, because you earlier said that it's not necessarily, like, your favorite song of all time for, like, maybe technical reasons. You said that one was more of, like, probably the most meaningful song to you, right? Old yeah. 55. Yeah. Right. Okay. So if you had to, and we don't have to get into it, but I'm curious, what would be, like, the pick for, like, technical? Like, if it's just like, oh, that, that just, every time that song blows me away, whatever that is for you. No, I mean, Bohemian rap is top of the list as far as technical i think yeah i think like the claim is that freddie mercury recorded like a hundred something like vocals like harmony parts yeah I believe. yeah i mean I, I i might be over exaggerating the number but it was some insane number and i mean like during the analog age or everything's on tape that's crazy yeah a queen is definitely up there for me too in terms of like favorite bands all right dad this was fun i'm, I'm glad thank you for doing this okay i right, talk welcome. soon bye bye Okay, well, that was great. It's so funny that Izzy's dad also picked an Eagles song. Yeah, dad's <laughs> love becoming the such Eagles. A and dad's uh, love the specifically Eagles. our dads and my mom. And yeah, and now I feel like you're being <laughs> gently vetoed out of your out of your opinion about yeah. Hotel California. Yeah, it's it's so funny. And that was a nice little tribute to, uh, to his friend there. And yeah, well... Thanks to everyone for listening, and I hope you're all having a lovely Father's Day uh, or getting through it. If, if it's a shitty day for you, I apologize for that. Maybe you probably skipped this episode. If that's the you case. probably opted out of all Father's Day marketing, <laughs> including from us. But yeah, but we thought it'd be kind of fun to share what our dad's like. And yeah, hopefully it was fun for you. We want to hear, too, what your either father's favorite song is or your uh, when you think about dad rock or dad music, what you think about, because yeah. I feel like the Gen Xers, it's more like the national and I don't know, string cheese yeah. incident comes to mind for some reason too. It's, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just a lot of like different Dave Matthews band. Um, so I feel like once you get down a generation too, it's, it's a, it's a whole different tune. Yeah. Um, and we also just wanted to let you all know we have a very exciting episode coming up later this month, a regular episode. And then we're going to be taking a break, maybe saying an end to season one of This is the Greatest Song I've Ever Heard in My Entire <laughs> Life. We'll probably take a break until September. Give us a little time off and time to regroup and make the pod even better. So just a uh, heads up about it's that. It's hard to believe we have not 
had a break since February of 2022 in terms of taking yeah. more than maybe one episode off. So I think one one week off, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it'll be nice to take a break this summer. It'll be nice to have a couple months off and we're excited for season two. But this last episode is like one of my all-time favorite guests that we've had. It's somebody that from the very beginning of Scott and I talking about this podcast, yep. he, we've said this is one of our dream guests. So um, we're definitely ending on season one on a high note here. And we're excited for you to hear their episode in a week and a half here. Yeah. And as always, you know, follow us on social media at Great Song Pod. That's GR number eight Song Pod on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Uh, especially even during the break, we're going to be posting content there. We're going to keep it going there. So we love uh, our definitely content. keep up with us online yeah we love our content and uh, make sure you're subscribed you know you can leave a rating and review and as we've mentioned in other episodes we are running a little listener survey the link will be in the show notes to that it's very quick it doesn't ask you for your email we just want to kind of hear some feedback as we prepare for season two Woo-hoo! yeah so thank you so much Catherine, for uh doing this with me yeah happy father's day happy juneteenth and happy quick summer break and we'll be back in a couple months Woo! all right talk soon bye We'll